Instead of focusing on winning arguments, we're teaching the basic fundamentals of sales and marketing and how we can use them to win in the world of politics, teaching you how to meet people where they're at on the issues they care about. Welcome to The Brian Nichols Show. Well, happy Thursday there, folks. Brian Nichols here on The Brian Nichols Show. This week must be my lucky week. I'm having candidate after candidate. So yes, of course, it's going to be a fun-filled episode. And I am, as always, your humble host. Uh, but today, before we get to our another candidate we have here on the show, want to go ahead and give a shout out to today's sponsor, and that is the one and only Young Americans for Liberty Operation Win at the Door, folks. I cannot, I truly cannot uh, tell you enough about how amazing Young Americans for Liberty is. They are out there helping get real, real live Liberty folks into office, and and folks, if you want to go ahead and be a part of this amazing team over at Young Americans for Liberty, well, right now, uh, through November 8th, they are in the process of Operation Win at the Door, and you can go ahead and get paid to help get Liberty folks elected to office, whether it's uh, helping get concealed carry uh, into action, like in states here in Indiana, for example, um, or uh, helping fight the lockdowns every step of the way. Young Americans for Liberty has been instrumental in getting state reps across the United States into office. So want to get paid along the way? Hey, why not? $2,800 a month uh, plus housing and gas completely covered. Uh, head over to briannicholshow.com forward slash Y-A-L and uh, you'll be brought over to Young Americans for Liberty. You can learn more about Operation Win at the Door and of course, go ahead and apply. So one more time, that is briannicholshow.com forward slash Y-A-L. All right, on to today's episode. Yes, I teased it. Another candidate. This time we're going back right next door to where I used to hail up in New Jersey. Chris Rusimano, welcome to the Brian Nichols Show. Thank you, Brian. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for joining us and looking forward to this conversation because, Chris, yes, you are, in fact, uh, running there with a big L next to your name up in New Jersey, which is a state right next to where I lived over in Philadelphia. I worked over in New Jersey for a number of years. I know, my goodness, New Jersey, Philadelphia, or Pennsylvania, that is, where where I live, uh, New York, all those states up there in the Northeast. They need some liberty. So talk to us. You're running for office. Why on earth did you decide to go ahead and run for office with all a big L next to your name of all things? Um, we need, we need, uh, I was almost quoting somebody, uh, uh, else, but we, we need changes. Um, uh, <laughs> the, I, I don't think that the, uh, duopoly that we have, the two party system is working. Um, we've had it. I think they've had their day in the sun. They've had, those parties have been around for over a hundred years. Um, years ago, I used to be, I, I guess what you would consider a neocon, and I had my uh, epiphany, I guess you would call it, with uh, Ron Paul during the Ron Paul revolution, the Ron Paul moment. Um, I realized uh, I liked what Ron Paul had to say. He's actually what drew me to um, becoming a libertarian and libertarian thoughts and ideas. And um, once I saw what they did to him as far as giving him media blackout, um, um making fun. Uh, one of the moments I've heard other libertarians say too, was that Rudy Giuliani moment where um, Ron Paul was essentially saying that we need to end the wars. Um, and all we're doing is creating um, people that, that don't like us. And uh, I remember Giuliani laughing at him. I remember even the moderator, I forget who it was. Maybe it was Megan Kelly back on Fox uh, laughing at him. And uh, I thought, wow, this isn't fair or balanced at all, which I think is something that they, oh, fair and balanced Fox. And from that from that moment on, um, I started um, really getting into libertarianism, finding other about out about the philosophy and realizing that it's a truly 
beautiful um, philosophy. Um, would you like to hear my recently? Um, a few of us were at the Burlington County Fair, and um, I, I spoke to a lot of people um, in my district at the fair, and um, I had to give them my elevator pitch because when people see libertarian, our um, our mascot is a uh, porcupine. You know, uh, we don't hurt anybody else, but if you try to hurt us, then we'll act. We're, we're, we believe in non-aggression. So I came down with uh, what I consider my elevator pitch. I had to give, give it to him. Uh, would you like to hear it? Of course, yes. All right. So um, libertarians, we're known as the party of principle, and the principle we follow is the non-aggression principle, which stipulates that uh, you can do whatever you want as long as you do not use force or aggression against somebody else. So do whatever you want as long as you don't hurt or affect me. We're good. We believe you shouldn't lie, cheat, or steal, and that you should keep your promises. We apply these same standards to the government as well. And in a nutshell, to me, that is libertarianism. Uh, yeah. Well, and if I if I could even challenge a little bit more, I'd make it even shorter. Don't hurt people. Don't take their stuff. Honestly, it comes down to like our ideas are so basic and like common sense that they, you can really just give it to a person just like that and they'll get it. And I think that's one of the beautiful things about our ideas is that sometimes we don't have to spend our time going through and trying to explain or good idea or ideas to people um, and good idea them to death that is, but rather just talk about the issues they care about and bring our, our libertarian ideas and principles to those problems with our solutions. So let's talk about that. You have three main issues on your website, money, war, and civil rights that are leading the charge Talk to yes. us, Chris. Why are those why are those the main issues you're focusing on when you're running for office? All right. War any of the wars that we've had in the last probably forever, really. Um, but at least at least this century and the last century, we we didn't need to to have them. Um it seems like um I, I hearken back to um President Eisenhower when he warned us about the military industrial uh complex. And what it was doing to the country. Um, any of those wars were, were unnecessary wars. Um, we just got out of a 20-year war in Afghanistan, which really has gotten us nothing. Even when I talked to people, I was speaking to people, what did that war get us? Mm -hmm. The only thing it got us was a, a bunch of young men and women who got affected negatively either physically or mentally that's all it that's all it got us after 20 years of war and now it seems like the politicians want the wars to continue now we're we're getting involved in a war in ukraine i feel bad for the ukrainian people i don't think putin should have attacked ukraine but i also don't think that we should be uh ha running a proxy war and financing it um when we have issues here at home that need to be taken care of also. And again, this war, they're starting it with a nuclear power, Russia, uh, at least in Afghanistan, the Afghanis, I, I don't think had nuclear weapons. And I think they were using um, um, rifles and things of that nature. They didn't even have nuclear weapons. Uh, but now they want to they want to get us into another war. Uh, this time with a nuclear power that could have some profound effects on the country. Um, Tying into that, of course, uh, back in the day, my dad used to tell me that we can have guns or butter. Uh, the the uh, butter being so generous social programs here at home and any other uh, pork projects that politicians want to have or or uh, guns. Guns being war 
uh, uh, foreign policy, so on and so forth. So uh, kind of ties into my other one, ending the Fed. With the Federal Reserve in place, that allows politicians to have both. They don't need to decide, oh, do I want to pander to my base and just give away things so that they'll vote for me? Um, or um, being the butter or the guns, would I like to go and start far, far off wars and keep the um, uh, the weapons manufacturers happy? With the Federal Reserve, you can have both, and it's all at our expense. Us being your average taxpayer, we feel the pain of it when we have to go to the gas station and fill up our cars and it costs $100. We have to go buy food, eggs, I think have increased, I, I want to say three times their price uh, uh, a few as a few months ago. So if you uh, look at it, to me, those two, uh, they're separate, but they're intertwined. Um, the one allows for the other and the other if we keep paying for all these foreign wars, again, it's going to cause inflation. It's going to be a drain on our economy. The money that we are uh, investing for weapons of war could be used for many other things. Frankly, it should just be left in people's pockets to determine what they would like to do with it. If it was kept at home, however, and we weren't financing wars in other countries, that money could have stayed, stayed here at the very least and helped us with the problems we have here at home. Yep. Well, and it leads to the erosion of our civil rights when you see those wars come home, right? And and that goes right to the next part because this has been, and you know, it's, it's funny. Uh, I'm seeing this across the board, Chris. A lot of my conservative friends, even they are starting to wake up to what we were saying back when the Patriot Act was passed back in, in the 2004 timeframe. And granted, I was, you know, I was a, a wee lad at the time. I wasn't really focused too much on that kind of stuff. But I know around me that that was pretty much the sentiment of your mainstream Republican was, yeah, pro, pro Patriot Act. What are you not a patriot? Do you, do you not support our, our military and support America? And that was the sentiment across the board. And then all of a sudden, fast forward to where we are today. And your average Republican is not only questioning that they're questioning the FBI. Some of them are even saying, Hey, we should go ahead and abolish the FBI. That's music to my ears, but it all goes back to the fact that now they're seeing the war on terror in this case turn inward and it's impacting directly our civil rights as American citizens. In the world of wine, there are so many choices and that's why Blood of Tyrants Wine has tyrants losing their heads. Whether you're looking for a new go-to at home or want to impress your friends at a party, Blood of Tyrants Wine has you covered. And if you're trying to get rid of some pesky tyrants in your life, well, we've got that covered too. Head to briannicholshow.com forward slash wine and get $5 off your order. One more time, briannicholshow.com forward slash wine. Free men don't ask permission, so take a sip. You'll be glad you did. I, I agree with you. I couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah. Um, any any time. It seems like any war I was reading something and they were talking about how when um, foreign wars or empire comes home, um, the, the book, I remember uh, them talking about the war in the Philippines, which really the, the I wrote a little article for the uh, newsletter. Um, I wish I had it with me. In any event, a lot of the. Um, I'm a retired police officer, and this was going back to um, all people like August Vollmer, who was um, in the, the forefront of like uh, modernizing and professionalizing uh, the police back in, I think, the early 1900s, uh, when I never knew about him. And I never even learned in college was that he had served in the um, uh, the, Phil the war in the Philippines, hmm. uh, which was glossed over by any of my history or social studies teachers. It was a blip in the book. Um, 
they were saying that a lot of a lot of the ideas that he had and uh, were were um, he came up with them when he was over there serving in the Philippines. And then when he brought them home to the United States, he applied them to policing. A lot of the things that they that they did to uh, the Filipinos were really just horrible. I don't know if you know anything about uh, call it what you will, the Philippine insurrection, the Philippine rebellion or whatever. But after we kicked Spain out of the Philippines, instead of just giving the Filipinos their freedom, we we did what uh, empires do. And we started to kill them uh, and put them in concentration camps and do water torture on them. All things I never knew. So when um, uh, August Vollmer came back and he was applying tactics to policing, policing got very, um, how should I say, got more... Um, physical. I don't want to use the word brutal. I'm trying to find, I'm trying to find another word. Uh, you basically, when you got a bunch of guys who were overseas as soldiers or Marines and they're doing, um, they're used to using violence and, uh, they're killing people all the time and using violence. When they bring that type of thing home, oftentimes their policies and their tactics reflect that, I, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Mm. Um, so, um, yeah, when when the um, Fed civil right again civil rights and all that you were talking we were talking about that that type of thing comes back uh, ties into the FBI violating people's rights the Patriot Act so the Patriot Act again I I still I started to read about it you're right a lot of Republicans and people were for it back when George Bush um, uh, was president. I'm reading about it. I was reading a book by Glenn Greenwald. It was, um, I forget the title, but he was basically uh, talking about how Edward Snowden had come to him, um, uh, giving him his information. And I started to read about the the FBI violating our rights. These This FBI are the, the same people that wrote a letter to uh, Martin Luther King, a man of peace, a man who uh, 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 the civil rights for, for him was all about peaceful means and they wrote a letter to him that he should kill himself i i had never known this and when i found out about it again the more digging you start to do the more research you start to do on these entities uh federal entities you find out that they're 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 violating our civil rights and again the patriot act i'm sorry that doesn't trump the constitution i i believe we have the fourth amendment uh nothing is supposed to trump that as a police officer I couldn't do any of the things that the FBI are do, doing. I needed probable cause to lock people up. If I was to do a wiretap or uh, get into somebody's uh, personal effects, I needed a warrant. Apparently, they don't even need that. That that I can't. That makes me upset and angry. That shouldn't be allowed. You're not supposed to be able to trump the Constitution with any of that stuff. They are the law. They're like the Fauci. He is the science. It, it, it's how our expert class is, Chris, unfortunately. Uh, and you know what it does? It emboldens uh, a lot of these more you know petty tyrants you see in our, our bureaucratic organizations across the country. It emboldens them to then go ahead and impose their ridiculous edicts on, on the, the plebes, the, the, the working class. And what it ends up doing is it impacts the, the average person out there directly in a negative way and talk to us. You're seeing that right now take place in New Jersey as it pertains to uh, breweries. How is that looking? That's right. Uh, that's right. We were just talking about that. So New Jersey is 
Um, craft breweries are small businesses. Um, the the one that I'm talking about, let me look here. The gentleman's name was uh, Marvin Bow. He came to one of our uh, libertarian meetings. He owns Swedesboro Brewing Company. And he was just telling us, again, I, I had no idea. I love beer. I love beer. But I had no idea uh, what the state is doing to these small businesses. So um, the state is coming up with really crazy regulations that only apply, only apply to craft breweries. Some of the things that they're uh, um, forcing them to do, for, for instance, uh, every craft brewery or microbrewery has to have a guided tour of the facilities. This is a bad idea on so many levels. These, these are places where you have kegs, which weigh 50 pounds, maybe heavier, could fall on somebody. You have a little kid take going through the tour. They could get hurt. You have other machinery around there. This is really no place for um, uh, people to be walking through for a tour, yet they're mandated to do it. Uh, some of the other things, they can't have, uh, they can't sell food. Uh, I can remember when I was stationed in Quantico in Virginia, Virginia actually mandated, uh, right or wrong, mandated that any place that sold alcohol had to have food there because the idea they they didn't want people to just go solely there to, to drink and get drunk they also had to have food there i'm i'm guessing part of the idea was if you ate something the alcohol um uh wouldn't be able you wouldn't be able to get drunk as quickly so it, it blew my mind when he told me they couldn't serve food there they're not allowed to even offer uh soda for free if you have a designated driver, they can't even offer soda for free for a designated driver. They they can't have uh, food trucks there. They can't have um, other people bring their their food um, into the business at all. The, the The problem with this is that you just had COVID. Part of the problem is that you just had COVID lockdowns, uh, which destroyed lots of small businesses. Uh, the big box stores were allowed to stay open, but the small businesses, the mom and pop uh, stores had to shut down. So this destroyed people's livelihoods. Then you have, when it applies to craft breweries, then you have these crazy regulations. So for them, you have a one-two punch. You have you had the COVID lockdowns quite recently, which really destroyed their business. And then you have these crazy regulations I don't I don't know how these guys are going to survive um, to boot. It it has kind of a ripple effect. Uh, small businesses are the backbone of the economy, and you'd really never know it uh, by the way politicians are, are treating them. Um, if these food trucks were allowed to come there, if live entertainment was allowed to come there, other people who had their small businesses would be able to make a living and prosper. It could have a ripple effect for the economy, uh, the local economy as well. And taking into account other uh, people with small businesses, it could really help. Uh, you'd never again, you'd never know it by the way that lawmakers are putting these crazy regulations on uh, craft breweries. And these regulations are only for craft breweries. Wineries don't have it. Other bars and restaurants don't have it. Any of these people, uh, these larger entities, these large, larger businesses or corporations, breweries, bars, all these entities, if they're big enough, they have money to that. They can donate to politicians' campaigns and sway their opinion. The largest ones can send lobbyists to Trenton uh, here in the state and uh, have the lawmakers pass laws that really are for them and nobody else. They help the people 
that can send the lobbyists or send the largest donations. And really, small business owners, mom and pop shops like the craft breweries are left out in the cold to fend for themselves. So uh, p- people that say that uh, Jersey is like more of a blue state. And supposedly, I have heard people say that Democrats are supposed to be for the little guy. They're for the working man. I choose not to believe it anymore. I really do. If it was ever true, and I don't really think it was ever true, it's certainly not true today, and it's certainly not true for these craft breweries. Well, there's a reason I moved out of the uh, Northeast to the Midwest, and I'll tell you what. It's uh, predominantly because there is a, and, and this is the reality, folks, there is a, a staunch difference between the your traditional Democrat and Republican nowadays. You, you, you have to acknowledge the elephant in the room, and living out in a red state, yeah, objectively better. Sorry, that's just the truth. So uh, also with that being said, you know, hey, if people are looking to even make a difference in in the, the predominant blue areas and maybe vote gold, hey, why not give that a shot? Uh, we're at the point now where I want to go ahead and give final thoughts here, Chris. So let's first and foremost make sure we're focusing on where folks can go ahead and support you if they want to go ahead and do that. But number two, uh, final thoughts you have here for the audience, uh, any takeaways that you want folks to uh, to walk away from today? If, if you are like I was, 15 years ago, you you were told that there were only two parties. You were said um, there's either Democrat or Republican. Um, if I walked into a restaurant and somebody told me all we have are Coke and Pepsi, I would have to say there's not coffee. There's not tea. There's not Sprite, for goodness sake. There, No, the only thing out there is Coke or Pepsi. I don't like Coke or Pepsi. I don't want to vote for the duopoly again. If you want real change, if you want something different and something better, vote gold. Vote for me. I'm not accountable to anybody but you. So I would say vote libertarian, especially if you're in New Jersey's third congressional district. Vote for me. All right. Well, my final thoughts, uh, folks, number one, if you uh, enjoyed today's episode, well, please go ahead and give it a share. Number two, uh, please go ahead and support our sponsor. Today is Young Americans for Liberty. Also, I want to go ahead and say, if you are enjoying what we're doing here at the Brian Nichols Show, well, go ahead and support us. If you want to give us a one-time donation, you can do that over at PayPal. Or if you want to go ahead and become a supporting listener, $5 a month. Hey, that, that's uh, that's not too bad. Five bucks a month for five episodes a week times usually four weeks in a month. You're Yeah, you're getting uh, lots and lots of uh, content here at the Brian Nichols Show. So if you guys get value from that, I would appreciate it. It helps us keep the lights on. Having awesome guests like Chris here in the program to leave you educated, enlightened, and informed. But with that being said, folks, that's really all I had for you. Chris, uh, with that being said, social media, where can folks go ahead and find you while I continue the conversation? Okay. Um, so my website, www.chrisrusamanoforcongress.com, all one one word there. Um, my email, rusamanoforcongress at gmail.com. Uh, let me see. Bear with me. I, I got to. Uh, OK, so Facebook, uh, Facebook.com slash Rusamano for Congress, Twitter at Rusamano, R-U-S-S-O-M-A-N-N-O-C-D-3. Uh, and Instagram is R-U-S-S-O-M-A-N-N-O-F-O-R-C-O-N-G-R-E-S-S, Rusamano for Congress. All right. And just to be safe, folks, if you're an audio listener, you're like, I I. Help me, folks. Here, I got you. What we're going to do, we'll include all those links right there in the show notes. All you got to do, 
Go ahead, click the artwork on your podcast catcher. It'll bring you right over to briannicholshow.com where you can find today's episode, plus all 579 other episodes of the program, including all of Chris's social media links. And by the way, we're over on Odyssey as well as on YouTube, so please make sure you go ahead and give us a subscribe there. And when you're over on today's episode, make sure you hit that little notification bell so you're not missing a single time we go live. But that's all we have for you, folks. That being said, it's Brian Nichols signing off here on The Brian Nichols Show for Chris Russomano. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to The Brian Nichols Show. Find more episodes at briannicholsshow.com. Enjoying the audio version of the show? Then you'll love our YouTube channel. Be sure to head over there and subscribe. And if you're new to The Brian Nichols Show, be sure to head to your favorite podcast catcher and click download all unplayed episodes so you don't miss one of our nearly 500 episodes that will be sure to leave you educated, enlightened, and informed. If you got value from today's episode, can you do me a favor and head to briannicholsshow.com forward slash support and leave us a $5 donation? And by the way, have you given the show a five-star review yet? If not, head to Apple Podcasts and tell folks why you listen to the program and don't forget to tell your friends to subscribe too. Follow me on social media at B Nichols Liberty. And again, if you'd be so kind, please consider making a donation to the Brian Nichols Show at briannicholsshow.com forward slash support. The Brian Nichols Show is supported by viewers like you. Thank you to our patrons, Daryl Schmitz, Michael Lima, Mitchell Mankiewicz, Cody Johns, Craig DaCosta, and the We Are Libertarians Network.